0: Hello, Facebookers. I know some of y'all are like, what "What is happening? I know, right? You have to give me a second. Oh, Lord. Give me a second. Okay. And I don't have... Yeah, give me a second. Okay, so, yeah, hold on one second. Hello, everyone thank you all for tuning in um and it's not that i am running behind it's that i had forgot something so i wasn't able to get that in so oh, my phone hold on y'all Okay, oh, I know it's like, what is happening? I know, right? It's it's not, um was not my intentions. And in this part right here, hello, Instagrammers. Hello, my Facebookers. And so, yeah, this is not going. All right, let's see. Okay, so thank you all for tuning in. I don't know if y'all can um, uh oh my bad so i thought i had time it down but i guess i didn't so i'm gonna give y'all a few minutes to tune in Uh, Y'all got a few more minutes to come on in and say good morning to me. Well, good afternoon, that is. I need y'all to like, share, comment to me, please. In May, I need to say this to you all too. In May, I will be starting back um, my marriage uh, ministry. So um, I, I had someone that had inboxed me and um, was asking me about it because they were using it. And so when I their words disappeared, they were not able to find me. So... With that being said, um, it is starting back up in May. I'm just trying to give a lot of people an opportunity to, um, you know, give people an opportunity to, um, get, help me to get back into the swing of things. Okay. So, um, I know some of y'all like, but you're so long and it it's okay. I promise you, it is okay. Somebody is watching. Somebody is listening. Somebody is sharing it. Um, so... all right i'm ready i'm just waiting for you all to tune in i'm just waiting for you all to tune on in y'all probably can't see me that's probably wild let's see let's do this let's see Um. How about that? Let's see. There we go. All right, y'all come on in. All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, so today we are (sighs) dang it. Lordy, lordy. Y'all ready <laughs> i know y'all were like what are you doing i'm just waiting on y'all to say hey sister holloway i'm just waiting for y'all to say hey the color is okay hold on y'all the settings in here is off What is. I'm just trying to figure out why my lipstick down here looking orange. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, what is really happening? Like, this is crazy. Y'all, I don't know, but y'all know. Y'all, listen, I don't have the slightest idea of why this color is off. My lipstick is red, you guys. Hold on. No, it's still showing like it's orange. Like, what is that? My lipstick is red. My lipstick is red. My lipstick is red. But on here is looking like it's white. And I don't know what it is. So let's just move on from there. okay? because uh, at the end of the day, I don't know how to fix it. I don't I don't know how to fix it. I don't know how to fix it. So. So I guess it's just going to look like I don't have any lipstick on. alright We're going to get started. Lord God, I thank you for another day. I thank you for another day that you'll allow me to teach the last seven words of Jesus Christ and what was spoken while he was on the cross, while he was being crucified. Lord God, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be acceptable unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Lord God, I thank you for those who are watching. I thank you for those who are listening. I thank you for those who are pushing me and encouraging me. And Lord God, I thank you for those who are supporting me. And I thank you for those who was following me as I follow the Lord. Lord God, I thank you for everybody that is on this live, that is watching publicly and privately, Lord God. God, I ask you to cover me Keep your hedge of protection around me from the top to the bottom, from the side to side, from from under and over, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. As I begin to decrease, you will increase in me, Lord God, that you will allow your spirit to go before me, Lord God. Lord God, if, I, if you don't say anything, then I cannot say nothing. So, Lord God, continue to speak through me, for me, for them, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord God, I thank you that in spite of um transition. Lord God, I thank you. In spite of hello, Bishop, good to see you on here. God, I thank you. In spite of um, what could happen, what should be happening what has happened, that I'm able to move forward in you, that I'm able to go forward in you, that now I'm making this about you and not about me. But God, I thank you for the hearts of your people. I thank you for the minds of the people. God, continue to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer. And God, I thank you. I love you. I bless your name. I glorify you. Let let the words come off this paper and go into the hearts of the people. And Lord God, I thank you for day two, the last seven words of Jesus Christ today shalt thou be with me in paradise and this is about salvation do you want to be saved do you want to be in paradise with the lord hallelujah thank you jesus so lord god when the question is asked what must i do to be saved lord god allow us whom you have called allow us whom you have chosen to preach the word, to preach salvation, to bring deliverance to the hearts of the people, to let them know they must choose heaven or hell. Let them understand that you will be persecuted. You will be betrayed. People will come against you. People in your own land, people in your own family, people on your job will scandalize your name. They will come against you sometimes just because. But Lord God, help me continue to let them know and to get them to understand that they must continue to trust you. They must continue to believe in you and they must know your word for themselves, Lord God. So help them to build a relationship with you, Lord. Help them to know what they must do to be saved, what they must do to be healed, what they must do to be delivered. It's we And we have to do it without lying. We have to do it without manipulating. We have to do it without iniquity. We have to do it without sin. We have to do it without bad behavior. We have to do without a bad attitude. Lord God, we must be like David and pray that prayer every day. Create in me a clean heart and renew the right spirit within me. Lord God, help us to be like David when he began to pray and repent and he began to say to the Lord that I have sinned against you and you alone, that he has taken responsibility and we must take responsibility. So Lord God, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. Hallelujah. Thank Thank you jesus and lord god on today i pray that somebody would realize and understand that the same way the man on the cross that was hanging next to him we they would have the same attitude to realize that jesus christ came and he did nothing wrong he did what his assignment was to do and that was to help save the people that was to reach out not just to the jews but to the gentiles not just to the saved but to the unsaved not just to the love but to the unloved not just to the believer but the unbeliever not to the christian but the non-christians lord god in the mighty name of jesus that the word of god is for everybody it's for everyone every religion Every race, every gender, every status, whether you are rich or poor, whether you are broken or healed, the word of God is for you and you must be saved. You must want to be able to be in paradise with Jesus Christ when he comes to crack the sky. When he comes back for the second time, this time he will not put his feet on this earth, but the dead in Christ shall rise first. And we want to be caught up with him in the middle of the air. We must understand that every knee shall bow and every tongue shall shall confess that we're all going to stand at the seat of Jesus. We're all going to be judged will your name be in the lamb's book of life hallelujah thank you jesus and lord god hear my prayer because god this is about you and you alone You are Lord of Lords. You are King of Kings. You are the great I am. You're the first and the last. You're Alpha and Omega. You're the beginning and the end. For that, we thank you for just being God all by yourself. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for deliverance. We thank you for healing. We thank you for uh, uh, um, um, being set free from the things that continue to hold us down and to hold us down. Release in Jesus' name. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, and Jesus' name we pray, in Jesus' name I pray, and we all say amen, amen, and amen, amen, amen. So we're going to go ahead and get started. Hello, uh, Minister Tamika, hello, Lady Carmika, hello, Bishop, I know I've already spoken to you, but I want to thank you all for tuning in on this morning and, 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 and following me as I follow the Lord, amen, and I pray. Then I say something that's going to bless your heart. Amen. Amen. Y'all, I love your amens. I love your, your when you say amen, I love, I love it. I love it. I love it. But with no further ado, we're going to go into the word of God. And the word that's come, we're coming from the main scripture, which is Luke chapter 23. And I will start at the um, 26th verse and it reads, and as they led him away, they laid hold upon one Simeon, one Simon, a Cyrenian coming out of the country. And on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And there followed him a great company of people and a woman which was also bewailed and lamented him. But Jesus turning unto unto them and said, daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but keep yourselves and for your children. For behold, the day come. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sister Janice. Good to see you on here. I do apologize, you all, for my pause. Um, for behold, thy days are coming, on which they shall, they shall, they shall say, blessed are the barren, and the wombs that never bear, and the paps which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the day? And there were also two other malefactors, meaning unbelievers, um, led with them to be put to death. And when they were come to the place, which is called Calvary, there they crucified him. And the malefactors, one on the right hand and the other on the left, then said Jesus, Father, for sake, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they parted his raiment and cast lots. And the people stood beholding, and the rulers also with them derided him, saying, He saved others, let him save himself. If he be Christ, the chosen of God, and the soldiers also mocked him, coming to him and offering him vinegar, and saying, If you be the king of the Jews, save yourself. And a superscription also was written over him in letters of Greek and Latin and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. And one of the malefactors, which were hanged, rallied on him, saying, "If you be Christ, save yourself in us." But the other, answering, rebuked him, saying, "Doest not thou fear God? Seeing thou art in the same condemnation, and we and, and we and we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done hath done nothing amiss." And he said unto Jesus, "Lord, remember me." I need somebody to say, Lord, remember me. I need somebody to make it personal. Say, Lord, remember me. Lord, have mercy. He said, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said unto him, verily I say unto you, today shall you be with me in paradise. Today. You shall be with me in paradise. This message, this statement right here, I want to talk to you all because it's about salvation. And when I asked that question earlier, do you want to be saved? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to, you want to receive Salvation. Do you want to receive salvation? Do you want to be saved? And do you want to receive salvation? What does that mean? What does it mean to be saved? What does it mean to receive salvation? What does it mean to be saved from your sin? What does it mean to be saved for such a time as this? What does it mean? What does it truly mean that when Jesus was on the cross and he said to, and the, and the man, the other man that was on this side was rallying on him, making fun of him, mocking him. And then the man on this side says, man, leave him alone. He has not done nothing wrong. Now, on the other hand, we, desire, we deserve to get what we get. What we've done is justly, but this man is a righteous man. and He's done nothing wrong. And because this man took up for Jesus, he stood for Jesus, regardless of what he might have knew and what he might have not known. But Jesus said unto him, after the man said, remember me when you get into your kingdom. And Jesus told him, I say unto you, today you shall be with me in paradise. And what some of you don't understand is that when Jesus says that nobody goes through the Father except by me, that is what he means. Amen. So I want to start off. I want to start off um, reading. um, I want to start off reading Exodus chapter 13. This is this is where I want to start off. Exodus 13. Exodus 13 is where I want to start. Exodus 13, and I'm going to start at the 17th through the 22nd verses, okay? So this is where I want to start, right there. Exodus 13, 17 through 22, and it reads, and this is when they were crossing the red sea and it came to pass when pharaoh had let the people go that god led them not through the way of the land of the philistines although that was near for god said lest per adventure the people repent when they see war and they return to egypt but god led the people about through the way of the wilderness of the Red Sea, and the children of Israel went up, harnessed out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had straightly sworn the children of Israel, saying, God will surely visit you, and you shall carry up my bones away hence with you. And they took their journey from Succoth, and encamped in Etham, in the edge of the wilderness, and the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way. And by night in a pillar of fire to give them light to go by day and night. Verse 22 says he took not away the pillar of the cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. And so what I want you to understand that when you surrender your life over unto the Lord, When you allow God to lead you, when you allow God to guide you, when you allow God to protect you, he will never leave you nor forsake you. But just like he didn't lead them through the Philistines because he knew they weren't, they were going to be afraid. He knew that it was a shortcut for them, but some of them might not have understood the wilderness experience. Some people don't need shortcuts. Some people need to go the long way around. Some people need to to be woken up. Some people need to experience the hands of God. Some people need to know who God is. Some people need to understand where you are and what you are about to do or what you have done. And so for God to know, it was God who hardened Pharaoh's heart in the first place it was god who chose moses to lead his people out of a broken place out of a hurting place out of a bound place out of a scandalous place out of a harsh work environment it was god's intentions to free them it was god's intentions to hear their prayer to hear their cries to hear their heart But how many of us in the midst of our wilderness, in the midst of our storms, in the midst of our breakdowns, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of havoc, in the midst of drama, we tend to want to go in our own direction and we don't want to follow the direction of the Lord, even when he feels like we don't need to go through the shortcut because we'll come out quicker. But will you understand the come out? Will you understand the breakdown? will you understand the breakthrough will you understand the wilderness will you understand the valley will you understand when abraham was asked by god to sacrifice his only son that god had promised to give him and now he wants to take it, take him away but abraham didn't complain abraham didn't doubt he told the people y'all stay right here me and the lad will return so if the Lord told him to sacrifice his son, then how could him and his son return if the Lord asked him to sacrifice him? Y'all don't hear me. Sometimes the sacrifices that are that you need to make doesn't really um, cause you to kill it off, not to kill it off, not to go through. Not to break you, but it's to show you where your faith is, show you where your strength is, show you where your belief is, show you where you are in that situation. So if God told them they're not going to lead them through the land of the Philistines because the Philistines were some horrible people, they were tall, they were strong right? They were, and God knew that some of them was not able to deal with the Philistines. So he took them the long way around. And even Him taking them the long way around, guess what? Some of them still fell by the wayside. Some of them were still in disobedience. Some of them even asked, honey, let me go back to Egypt. At least we were getting three square meals a day. At least we were working and getting paid for this hard labor. Isn't that what we do? Before I became a Christian, before I became saved, before I became a saint, before I became a believer, before I became what God wanted me to be, before I became a pastor, before I I accepted the call of prophet, before all of this, I was living my best life. I didn't worry about struggle. I didn't worry about the people. I didn't worry about not having any money. I didn't worry about not having any food. I didn't worry about not having any friends. I didn't worry about where I could go and where I couldn't go. I didn't have anybody telling me what I could do and what I couldn't do. I was fine. I was content in my place of isolation. I was content in in my broken state. Because I didn't have to worry about anybody seeing it. I didn't have to worry about anybody dealing with it. I didn't have to worry about nobody judging me. So I was fine being stuck. I was fine being captive. I was fine being bound. But then you on the other side of your mouth, you crying. Lord, I hate being in this place. Lord, I'm tired of being in this marriage. Lord, I'm tired of not being able to conceive a child. Lord, I'm tired of not having no money. Lord, I'm tired of struggling from paycheck, paycheck. Lord, I need you. Lord, I know you hear my heart. Lord, I know you hear my cry. Lord, why you cannot just come and save me? Why, 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 God, why can I not be saved? Why can I, why can you not come and rescue me? But then, in the same sense, you was like, man, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go over there. I ain't going to be submissive. I ain't going to be obedient. I'm not going to let nobody tell me what I need to do. i ain't going to go ahead and get a job and, and work for the white man. I ain't going to go ahead and get a job and work for the black man. I ain't going to go ahead and do any of that. I'm going to work my, I'm going to do what I'm going to do by myself. I'm good by myself. I don't need nobody. I don't need a man. I don't need no woman. I don't need my parents. I don't need this and I don't need that. Lord I'm I need Lord I need you Lord I'm I'm crying Lord my my KUB is due my light bill is due Lord I'm I'm tired of losing and having all these miscarriages Lord I just want to be loved Lord I just need to be connected to somebody Lord I I, I guess I did have it all right when I was at that church but Lord that church is getting on my nerves but Lord now I need to be in somebody else Lord I need you to make a way for me double-minded unstable one minute you want God to save you and the next minute you want God to leave you where you at. One minute you want God to leave you where you at the next minute you want God to save you. What is it that you want? Do you want to be saved? Do you want to receive salvation? Do you want to be healed? Do you want to be delivered? But it's according to your actions. it's according to your attitude. it's according to your behavior. It's supposed to be about the Lord. If you listen, if you stand for Jesus, he will sit for you. He will be that lawyer in the courtroom. He will be that doctor in the hospital room. He will be that jailer inside the jail cell. He will be whatever you need him to be. If you take up for him, James 4, If you, listen, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God and God will draw nigh to you. But you must submit yourself therefore to God. Are you willing to be submissive? Are you willing to be be subject to the word of God? Are you willing to be subject to the man or woman of God? Are you willing to be subject to the truth of the commandments? Are you willing? Oh, I'm talking about salvation. Talking about salvation. Let's go to Exodus 14. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Exodus 14. Let me help you out. Exodus 14, um, and I'm just going to put one in my little slash, and I'm just going to read until I feel like I need to stop, all right? Exodus 14, listen. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they turn and encamp before Piharathoth, whatever, between Migdal and the sea over against baal before it shall ye encamp by the sea. Verse three says, for Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are entangled in the land, the wilderness hath shut them in. Listen, Pharaoh said they are entangled. How many of you are in an entanglement? How many are you are entangled? How many of you is in a place of a hold, in a place of being captive, and of being bound, and you want to be free, but you are shut in in the wilderness that you are in? All around you is the enemy. All around you is a struggle. All around you is issues and, and circumstances and situations. All around you is, is trouble and struggle. Somebody has a Pharaoh that's always in your face, that's always on your back, that's always on your track, that's always on your heels, that's always breathing down your neck. There's a Pharaoh that you're connected to, and the Lord wants you to be released in Jesus' name. Lord, have mercy. Exodus 4 says, And I will harden Pharaoh's heart that he shall follow after them, and I will be honored upon Pharaoh and upon all his hosts that the egyptians may know that i am the lord and they did so and it was told the king of egypt that the people fled and the heart of pharaoh and his and his service was turned against the people and they said why have we done this that we have let israel go from serving us and he made ready his chariot and took his people with him again i talked about on yesterday father forgive them for they know not what they do and right here pharaoh said why have we done this why have we let them go from serving us what what just happened he didn't even understand that god was using him he didn't understand that god had heart in his heart Some people don't even understand what God is doing in your life, not because of you, but because of others that's coming after you or others that are before you. Jesus, verse seven says, "And he took six hundred chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt, and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued." After the children of Israel, and the children of Israel went out with a high hand, but the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army, and overtook them in camping by the sea beside uh before before Baal-Zephon And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lift up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were so afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord, and they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dwelt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? again have you brought us out here to die you brought me to jesus and now i feel like i'm worth i'm worse off than what i was before before i met jesus now i know this is talking about god but i'm talking about future tense i'm talking about right now in 2022 how many of you have literally said i wish i wasn't saved i wish i didn't have salvation I wish I could just go back to what I was doing. I wish I can go back to where I was. I wish I could turn back time. I wish that I didn't have to deal with this. I wish that I I don't have to go through these problems. I don't have to go through these issues. I'm tired of running from Pharaoh. I'm tired of running. Let me just go back to Egypt. I didn't have to run. Yeah, I was hurt, but I was making money. I didn't have to flee. Yeah, I was being beat, but I was still making money. A messed up mentality. Isaiah said, people will see right is wrong and wrong is right. Don't even realize that what you're in is not to take you out. Don't realize that what you're in is not to take you out. Realize that what you are in is not to take you out but it's for God's hands of protection to keep you covered, to keep you protected, to keep you from falling, to keep you from misbehaving. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You have to ask yourselves, do I really want to be saved? Do I really want to receive salvation? So let me tell you all something. Yes, being saved and receiving salvation is so hard it is it is especially when you've been broken for so long especially when you've been hurt for so long especially when you've been in a marriage that's been toxic for so long especially when you have children that's been disobedient for so long especially when you've been on a job for so long and people are being promoted and you still stuck being a cashier for so long The struggles and the troubles is not to keep you bound. It's to keep you to put your eyes and your focus on Jesus. Psalms 121, 1 and 2. I will lift up my eyes into the hills from which cometh my help and know that my help cometh from the Lord. But see, what happens is we expect help from others who don't even know the righteous help, who doesn't even know the purposes of help, who doesn't even understand the the right way of helping. Lord have mercy. I'm speaking to myself. We spend so much time helping those who doesn't understand the purpose of help. We spend so much time working with people who doesn't understand the purpose of work. We spend so much time going around and, and providing and doing and working and praying when they don't even understand the purpose of prayer. That prayer changes things. Prayer changes situations. Prayer changes circumstances. Prayer changes your health. Prayer changes your mentality. Prayer changes your heart. Prayer changes the way you think, the way you pray, the way you act, the way you behave. Prayer changes those things. That needs to be changed. When I become when I become a new creature, old things are passed away. I'm no longer acting immature. I'm no longer acting like a child. I'm no longer complaining and murmuring about what was. I'm now praying for what is and what is to come. Prayer brings about a change. But if you want to be like the Israelites and stay in the wilderness and continue to complain and murmur because of where you are and what you've done and how you've acted. And then those that you're connected to, you cause them to sin and fall as well. Lord, help me, Jesus. Listen. Uh, Exodus 14, 13. Listen to this. 12, I'm sorry, is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. (laughs) And Moses said unto the people, fear you not, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today for the egyptians whom you have seen today you shall see them again no more forever verse 14 the lord shall fight for you and you shall hold your peace the lord will fight for you and you will hold your peace the lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace today. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not promised. All you have is right now, today. And if Jesus is saying that today you shall be in paradise with me, then ask yourself, what do I need to do to be in that place with you, Lord? Because Jesus says to you, I go. And prepare a place for you. And if it had not been so, I wouldn't tell you. Which leads us now to John chapter 14. John chapter 14. Because we about to be prepared. Somebody is about to be prepared to receive salvation. Somebody is about to receive salvation on to the day. On today you shall receive salvation. You will receive the word of God. John 14 starting at the first verse and it reads, let not your heart be troubled. Let not your heart be troubled. Hey Tanya, do not let your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. Jesus is speaking. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, ye know, and the way, you know. Thomas said unto Jesus, Lord, we know not where you go. And how can we know the way? And Jesus answered Thomas and said, I am the way, I am the truth. And I am the life, no man comes unto the father, but by me. If you had known me, Thomas, you should have known my father also. And from henceforth, you know him and have seen him. So Philip now chimes in and says unto him, Lord, show us the father and it suffices us. And Jesus said unto Philip, have I been so long with you? And yet you don't know me? Philip, he that has seen me has seen the father. And how sayest thou then, show us the father. Believest thou not that I am in the father? And the father in me, the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the father that continues to dwell in me. And he continues to do the works. Believe me that I am in the father and the father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verse 12 says this verily verily i say unto you he that continues to believe on me the works that i do shall he also do and greater works than these shall he do because i go unto the father and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name that will i do that the father may be glorified in the son if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So when you ask the question, I'm sorry, I got on me. So when you ask the question, what must I do to be saved? Believe in the Son of God. Believe that he died for you on the cross. Believe. That God the Father dwells in the Son and the Son dwells in the Father. Believe that whatever you ask in Jesus' name, he will do it. Believe. 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 Verse 15 says this. If you love me, Jesus is still speaking. If you love me, keep my commandments and I will pray the Father." and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it continues to see him not. Neither continue to know him, but you know him. For he continues to dwell with you and shall be in you jesus continued to say i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you do you want jesus to come to you do you want jesus to raise you up do you want jesus to pull you out do you want jesus to be with you to dwell with you do you want jesus to dwell in you Do you want to be saved? Do you want to receive salvation? Do you want a new life? Do you want a new heart? Do you want a new attitude? Do you want a new path? What is it that you need from the Lord that you can ask anything in his name? And he goes to the father on your behalf. He intercedes for you. He stands in the gap for you. He sent his comforter. He left his spirit with us so that we could have a right to the tree of life. Jesus said in 19, yet a little while and the world continues to see me no more, but you see me because I live. You shall live also at that time day you shall know that I am in my father and you are in me and I in you 21 says he that hath my commandments and continues to keep them he it is that that will continue to love me and he that will continue to love me shall be loved of my father and I will love him and will manifest myself to him Some things are not manifesting in your life because you don't have the love of the Lord. Some things are not manifesting in your life because you don't have the love of Christ. Some things are not manifesting in your life because you don't have love in your heart. Some things are not manifesting in your life because you don't have love in your spirit. Some things are not manifesting in your life because you don't have the comforter of the Lord that He left here for you. So his comfort, his spirit will dwell in you and you dwell in him. Things are not manifesting in, because of where you are. Things are not manifesting because of what you don't have. What is it that you need to be saved? Jesus Christ and God, the father and the spirit of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues an unknown language. Listen, Lord, help me in this place. Verse 22 says, now Judas is talking. Not Judas, the one that betrayed him. But Judas is now talking. He says, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not unto the world? And Jesus said unto him, if a man love me, he will keep my words and my father will love him and we will come unto him. Jesus says, me and my father will come unto you. Jesus said, me and my father will come unto you. Me and my father will come unto you. When we have been told that where there is two or three witnesses, Jesus is in the midst of them. And right now, Jesus and his father wants to be in the midst of your storm, the midst of your wilderness, the midst of your breakdowns, the midst of your issues, the midst of your struggles, the midst of your salvation, the midst of your help, the midst of your hurt, they want to be a part of your life. But you have to want them to be a part of your life. And if you want them to be a part of your life, then you got to take a stand for holiness. You got to take a stand for righteousness. You got to take a stand for Jesus Christ and God, his father. Then you will be with him today in paradise. Listen. Verse 24 says, he that continues to love me not and don't continue to keep my sayings and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's, which has sent me. Jesus said, these are not my words. These are my Father's words, who sent me to give to you. So to all the leaders, to all the prophets and the prophetesses, to the evangelists, to the men and women of God, to the sons and daughters of the Lord, you have been given an assignment to preach the word, to teach the gospel in spirit and in truth. With love and compassion, restoring, reviving, rebuilding, causing them to live and not die. The word didn't come from Jesus. It came from his father. He was sent here to get to you. Listen, 25 and 26 says this. For those who don't know where I am, I'm at John chapter 14 and I'm at right now 25 and 26. These things have I spoken. Unto you, being yet present with you. Jesus said, but the comforter that I'm leaving with you, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, when you are reading the bible when you are fasting and praying and the word of god is speaking to your heart speaking to your mind speaking to your spirit the holy ghost will bring things back to your remembrance and you'll begin to remember what he did then he'll do it today what he did in the past he'll do it today what he did yesterday he'll do it today what he did on last month he'll do it today. What he did on last year, he'll do it today. Because you have to understand that you might have failed the test before, but you're given another opportunity to get it right. Why? Because Jesus is a God. His father is a God of second chance. Until you you don't have no more breath in your body, you must continue to live as if this is your last day. So, yes, your attitude needs to change. So, yes, your behavior needs to change. So, yes, you need to struggle through your situations. So, yes, Psalm 23. Yea, yay, yay, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear No evil, thy rod, thy staff, it comforts me. Period. You must believe that God is. You must believe that God knows. You must believe that God can and he will. You must believe that Jesus intercedes for you. You must believe that Jesus stands in the gap for you. He told Peter, Jesus told Peter, It's the devil desires to sift you like wheat, but I pray you don't lose your faith. But I pray for you, and I pray that you don't lose your faith. I pray that you don't backslide. I pray that you don't give up. I pray that you don't throw in a towel. I pray that when 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 the wilderness gets a little heavier, that you don't just lay down and just die. I intercede for you. Salvation is not just having salvation, but salvation is also about giving salvation, teaching salvation, showing salvation. Listen, 27 says, Jesus is still speaking. Peace, I leave with peace. I leave with you. My peace, I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid you have heard how i said unto you i go away and come again unto you if you loved me you would rejoice because i said i go unto the father for my father is greater than i and now i have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass you might believe Hereafter, I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world comes. The prince of this world will will continue to come and have nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the father. And as the father gave me commandment, even so I do arise and let us go away, arise and let us go forth. Arise and let us move forward. Arise and come forth. It is time to arise and come forth. It is time to arise and live. It is time to arise and receive salvation. The time is now today. 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 john 3 and 16 for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever continues to believe in him should not die but have everlasting life for god sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved he that continues to believe on him is not condemned. But he that continues to believe not is condemned already. But he that continues to believe not is condemned already. Because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the and this is the condemnation that light is come into the world and men loved darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil for everyone that continues to do evil hateth the light neither continued to come to the light lest his deeds should be reproved but he that continues to do the truth continues to come to the light that his deeds may be made manifest that they are wrought in God. Hey, Keisha. So with that being said, my original question, and I'm going to put it right on back up here. Do you want to be saved? Do you want to receive salvation? Do you want to change? Do you want different? Do you want better? This this is a personal walk with the Lord. This is a personal salvation. Philippians 2 and 12 tells us this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And this is not even in my notes. So if it dropped in my spirit, the Lord wants you to have it. The Lord wants you to have it. Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, But now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God which continues to work in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do all things without murmuring and disputing, murmuring and complaining. Do y'all not understand? That's what the Israelites did. That's what the Israelites did. They cried for God to come and rescue them. So then when God sends someone to rescue them and to get them out of a bad, broken, hard place, they get out there and say, honey, we could have stayed back in Egypt. So now you're in the wilderness complaining and murmuring because you don't understand your freedom. You don't understand your breakthrough. You don't understand your breakout. You don't understand the place that you're in. You don't understand the place that you're going. But it's still all oh God, and that's why Moses told them, "Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Hold your peace. He will fight for you." But instead, we murmur, we complain, just like the man on that next to the, the, the man on the cross next to Jesus, while Jesus was hanging on his own cross. Oh, you say you saved. Well, get yourself down then. Save yourself. Oh, you big and bad. Come over here and do something. Oh, you think you grown? Well, go ahead and do this. And we allow the, the words of the unsaved. We allow the words. We allow the words of the brokenhearted. We allow the words of those who are hurt. We allow the words who don't even know God to penetrate us, to get up off our to, to, to drop our cross. Lord, help me in this place. We allow people to cause us to drop our cross when Jesus says, Pick up your cross and follow me. How are you carrying your cross? How are you carrying your cross? How are you carrying your cross? cross? How are you carrying your cross that you're carrying it to a place where it's easy for you just to drop it? It's easy for you to throw it down. It's easy for you to walk away from it. Salvation. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, without murmuring and complaining. Without murmuring and complaining. Listen. Somebody need to be at their crossover. Somebody need to say, it's time for me to cross over. Lord have mercy. It's time. Somebody, listen. It's it's time time for me to cross over. It's time for me to cross over. It's time for me to cross over. What is it time for me to cross over to? Cross over into my peace, cross over into my healing, cross over into my deliverance, cross over into my help, cross over into my salvation, cross over into my into my joy, cross over into Jesus. It's time for me to cross over. You've been in the wilderness far too long. You've been complaining far too long. You've been murmuring far too long. You've been hurt far too long. You've been in this place far too long. It's time for you to cross over. Lord, help me, Jesus. Acts chapter 16. Somebody need to drop off some chains. You want to be saved? Let's drop some chains off go to acts chapter 16. go to acts chapter 16. i'm gonna put it up here on the screen i wanted to talk to you all about peter and cornelius too but i think i'm just going to end with paul and silas i think i'm just going to end with paul and silas but if the lord pushes me to peter and Cornelius, cornelius then I'm going to do that. But I might be able to just give you a little snippet of it without without reading it all the way through. But Acts 16. This is gonna help you. This is gonna help you. Listen. Acts chapter 16, starting at the 16th verse. And it came to pass as we went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul in us and cried, saying, these men are the servants of the most high God which show unto us the way of salvation listen (laughs) lord help me jesus listen you you receive salvation and here comes the devil you receive salvation and here comes divination you receive salvation and here comes struggle you receive salvation here comes the same things you were dealing with when you was in the world when you were in a broken place it's the same situation What makes it hard with salvation is because now with salvation, you can't cuss them out. You can't just show up and confront them. You can no longer take matters into your own hands. You can no longer do tick for tack. You can no longer be petty. You can no longer be a liar and a manipulator. You can no longer just cuss out your enemies and leave them where they stand. You can no longer leave people on the side of the road. You can no longer just leave them broken. So yes, being saved, you have to surrender your flesh, surrender your old ways, surrender the old way of doing things, surrender the old way of thinking the way that you used to think. Yes, salvation brings surrenderance. Salvation brings surrenderance. That was good to me, and I want to post that. salvation brings surrenderance it's me oh lord help me to cross over thank you jesus lord help listen tanya the lord gonna do just what you ask be ready to receive it in jesus name hallelujah thank you lord lord god she's she's asking for a change she's asking for a second chance she's asking for deliverance she's asking for your help lord because she's ready to cross over And she's thanking you in advance. Lord have mercy. Salvation brings surrenderance. That's why we begin to get a little heavy. That's why our cross begins to get a little heavier. That's why we would rather drop it off and just walk on and just be done with it. Because changing is hard. But once you start the change, Peter, stepping out of the boat, Because of the faith that he had when he said, Jesus bid me to come. And yes, and even when the little storm rose up around him and he lost his little focus and he began to sink, but guess what? He recognized his help. He called on the name of Jesus. He said, Jesus, save me. Do you want to be saved? And do you want to receive salvation? And when you want to be saved, and when you want to maintain your salvation, your words don't need to be, I'm about to cuss them out. Your words need to be, Lord, save me. Lord, help me. Lord, I need you to come and see about me. That seeking the Lord first in every situation, in every direction. Hey God, baby. So it doesn't matter what you're going through, it doesn't matter what you're dealing with jesus said i'll never leave you because i left you my comforter so my comforter is to bring things back to your remembrance god says i'll never leave you nor forsake you he said i'll never fail you i'm right there with you hold your peace be quiet you don't have to say anything he told jehoshaphat this battle does not even belong to you it belongs to me so if romans 12 and 19 says vengeance belongs to the lord saith the lord I mean, vengeance is mine," I said the Lord. "I'll repay. Let God have it. Let God do it. Let God hold it. Let God shape it. Let God mold it. And while He's doing that, the it, He's going to do it for you as well. Listen, 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 listen. listen. You're going to have those people like this, like this, soothsayer. You're gonna have those people that, that to antagonize you. You're gonna have those people to come against you when you when you start living for the Lord. Oh, you think you holier than thou? Oh, you think you saved now? Oh, you missed bad, but oh you missed the I'm grown now, huh? And you know what? There's nothing wrong with saying, yes, I am saved. Yes, I no longer do that. Yes, I no longer go there. And I would appreciate if you don't bring those negative spirits around me because I'm trying to keep the right spirit within me. Lord, help me, Jesus. And this did she many days. She didn't just do it that day. It says she continued to do it many days. Didn't I talk about yesterday how Joseph, the Potiphar's wife, kept antagonizing Joseph day by day? That's what the enemy's job is to do. He comes to sift you like wheat. He comes to get you off focus. He comes to get you off that yellow brick road and drive you into the wilderness. But guess what? The spirit drove Jesus into the wilderness. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he hungered. And guess what? Here comes the devil. And Jesus said, you shall not live by bread alone and you shall not tempt the lord thy god you must know your word to stand for the word of god you must know your word to stand for your salvation you must know the word who is the word jesus john said in one thank you holy spirit john chapter 1 1 says in the beginning was the word And the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life and the life was the light of men. And the light continues to shine in darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Because he is the Word, he was the Word, he still is. God says, "I am, I am God, yesterday, today, and forevermore." Tanya, in Jesus' name, you will receive your peace back. In Jesus' name, you will receive your joy back. In Jesus' name, believe it to be so. Have faith to know that it is. Lord, thank you, Jesus. Listen, Acts 16, I'm now at the 18th verse. And this did she many days, but Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that same hour. You can be healed in the same hour. You can speak to them demons in the same hour. Even though Paul was grieved in his spirit, even though it had ticked Paul off, even though it had vexed him, but he turned around with the power and the authority of the Holy Ghost. And he spoke to that spirit, come out of her. And he came out. In that same hour, and when her masters saw that the hope of their gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace, unto the rulers. Because now this person was no longer, Lord have mercy, this person was no longer raising money for them. This person was no longer living for them, doing for them, serving them. Because that spirit is gone. Listen, when those demons and those spirits is gone out of you and you start living for the Lord because you received salvation and you surrendered everything that was not of God. You got rid of everything. You got rid of you got rid of your attitude. You got rid of your behavior. You no longer wanted to sell drugs. You no longer wanted to steal from the store. You no longer wanted to be a murderer. You didn't want to be a gossiper anymore. You no longer want to tolerate the wrong things. And people will be mad with you. They will hate you. They will dislike you. They will gruntle about you, on you. They will scandalize your name. But when you take a stand for your salvation, that you worked so hard into getting, and now you got to work even harder to maintain it. It brought them to the magistrate saying, these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. Now you are troublemaker because you no longer accepting the wrongdoing. Now you're a troublemaker because you're speaking against them spirits. Now you're a troublemaker because now you're speaking Jesus' truth. You're a troublemaker because now you're no longer living for the wrong. You're living for the right. Now you're a troublemaker troublemaker because now you're no longer causing trouble. But now you're a peacemaker and no longer a covenant breaker. Now you're causing trouble. Today, you shall be in paradise with me says Jesus in his word. 21 says, and they continue to teach customs, which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe being Romans. They're not teaching what we're teaching. They're not preaching what we're preaching. They're not doing what we're doing. They're not eating what we're eating. They're not longer going where we're going. When, when salvation comes, it's a separation. And it's a connection to the Holy Spirit. And the multitude rose up together against Paul and Silas. And the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely. We get beat on by words of man. We get beat on by gossip from our fellow laborers. We get beat on and stripped from those we're trying to help. And, and, and all of this is a struggle. Salvation is a struggle. And I don't care what anybody say. Trying to, it's so, it is so easy to live wrong. It's so hard to live right. Don't let anybody tell you that it is not a struggle. It's a struggle trying to hold on to what is right. When there's a multitude that is coming against you, the multitude is beating you. The multitude is antagonizing you. The multitude is trying to take you out. The multitude is trying to keep you bound. The multitude is trying to keep you in the wilderness. Salvation will bring you out. Salvation brings you freedom. And if you must bear it alone, bear it alone. Learn how to carry your cross. Learn how to bear your cross. And until you're strong enough to bear the burdens of others, get strengthened to where you are. Until you're ready and able and prepared to help somebody else to come from out of the wilderness. Because if you're weak and you're a babe in Christ, the ones you're trying to pull out with you, they'll just get you entangled right on back up. I said that was the word that was used in the Bible, entangled. They were entangled at the wilderness. People will have you hemmed up and make you think that what you're in is wrong. They will make you think and make you feel like that your righteousness means nothing. But understand this, it means everything to the Lord. It should mean everything to you because you work so hard to gain your salvation, to get your salvation, to surrender all of those bad things out of you. You've been cleansed. You've been purged. You are free. But it's Satan's job. It's the enemy's job. It's the soothsayers job. It's those demons that wants to keep your flesh locked down and locked in to where you think you can't be free. When all you got to do is submit your ways unto the Lord. Submit yourselves unto the Lord. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Draw nigh to God. God will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double-minded. If you are going to live for the Lord, live for the Lord. If you're going to live for Satan, live for Satan. But you can't straddle the fence. You can't serve mammon and God at the same time. You can't serve money and power and righteousness and holiness at the same time. You're going to have to make a choice. If you choose to stand for God, God will choose to stand with you and for you. Sister Tanya, pray and ask the Lord. To release that anger, to release that bitterness. But the thing about it is, you got to release the root of it. If that root is 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 family, release the family. If that root is children, release the children. If that root is finances, that 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 you're doing finances that is wrong and not of a God of the Word, release it. Whatever that root to your anger and your bitterness, release it. And when I'm listening, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me say, I'm not saying, I'm not saying, don't have anything to do with your family, and not do anything to do with your children. That is not what I'm saying. And I thank God for the Holy Spirit to be able to allow me to correct that, because somebody would be like, Oh, did she decide to walk away from her children? Did she decide to walk away from her family? That is not what I am saying. What I am saying is this: When you need peace, and you need joy. And you need no longer to be angry. And you need not to be no longer bitter. If it's attached to your family, if it's attached to your children, you got to cut that root off. Love, compassion, empathy, the Holy Spirit, the right attitude, learning how to respond, learning how to speak, learning when to speak and when to be quiet everything is a change lord have mercy jesus she's calling on you hear your daughter listen i am mean, at for those who just tuned in i'm at acts chapter 16 and i'm now right here where paul and Saz has been beat on and they have been thrown into prison and they have been taught the jelly has been told to keep them there 24 says who having having received such a charge thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks that their feet was bound. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them. And suddenly, there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loosed i I need y'all to bear i'm i'm almost done i'm i'm I'm, i know y'all like you she ain't got to the of the the middle of the world yet i'm getting there but y'all know me i gotta walk this thing through i I i love to give clarity i love to give instruction I love to teach the word of God. I do. And I know some of y'all are like, yes, yeah, she do. Lord, have mercy. She do. Listen, but I met up in my mind a long time ago. The Word says, "Let so whosoever will come. Let him come. If this is not for you, scroll on through. But those who want to be encouraged, for those who need a change in your life, follow me as I follow the Lord and you won't be disappointed god gets the glory out of all of this amen and this right here is about to be an a suddenly salvation a suddenly deliverance a suddenly of being set free because you are going to worship the lord in spirit and in truth you are going to praise him you are going to worship him you're going to sing songs and and when you get into that place of worshiping and praising. Don't, everything that's on you that needs to be out of you, it will drop off. But you cannot go back to pick it up. Don't you go back to, pr- to pick it up. Listen, and suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bands were loose. And the keeper of the prison awaking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fleeing. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, do yourself no harm, for we are all here. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, sirs, what must I do? to be saved acts chapter 16 verse 30 the jailer fell at paul and silas feet and said what must i do to be saved what must i do to be saved what must i do to be saved and i asked that question earlier and I want to put it back up here because I want somebody to ask that question. I want somebody to understand the jailer recognized the light in Paul and Silas. He recognized the songs they were singing. He recognized the praise they were given. And he said, what must I do to be saved? And Paul and Silas said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved, and your house. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and you shall be saved, and your house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes and was baptized, he and all his straightway. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Everybody in the jailer's house was saved, they believed in the Lord. And when it was day, the magistrates sent the sergeants saying, let those men go. And the keeper of the prison told this saying to Paul, the magistrates have sent to let you go. Now, therefore, depart and go in peace, depart and go in peace. But Paul said unto them, they have beaten us openly, uncondemned being romans and have cast us into prison and now do they thrust us out privately no barely but let them come themselves and fetch us out i just got a revelation from this but i gotta stay focused lord have mercy god will allow your enemies to be exposed Because what they have done to you privately. Jesus told his disciples in Luke chapter 12. What's been spoken in the ear of closets shall be heard. What's been spoken in the closet. Let me paraphrase it. What's been done in the dark shall be brought to light. And what's been spoken in the darkness shall be heard on the rooftop. When Lord, thank you, Jesus. When. When David, when Nathan went to David, this thing is shifting. When David went, when David, when Nathan went to David and told David what the Lord had said, God told Nathan to tell David, "What you did in private, I'm going to do this to you openly." So hear what I'm saying. It is better to work out your salvation with fear and trembling because what you do to people in secret God is going to allow it to be open you're going to be exposed what you say is going to be open what you what you do what you have done is going to be out in the open you can't dig a ditch for God's people and think that God won't dig a ditch for you You can't turn around and hurt people and think that God won't turn around and allow you to be hurt. You reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. The world says what comes around goes around. Oh, y'all don't hear me. Listen, listen, listen. 38, 39, and 40 says, and the sergeants told these words unto the magistrates, and they feared when they heard that they were Romans, and they came and besought them, and brought them out, and desired them to depart out of the city, and they went out of this prison, and entered into the house of Lydia, and when they had seen the brethren, they comforted them, and departed, they called them Jews, But they hurt their own people. Y'all don't hear me. They called them Jews. Right here. In verse 20. And brought them to the magistrate saying these men being Jews do exceedingly trouble our city. But right here. Paul said. We have been beaten us openly under them being Romans, and have cast us into prison. So what I want you all to understand on today is this. This is the most important question one can ask. The apostle's response is, believe on the Lord Jesus. To believe in the Lord Jesus is to focus our faith and your commitment on the person of Christ It means turning to him as a living person who is our redeemer from sin, our savior from damnation and the Lord of our lives. It means believing that he is the son of God sent by the father and that all he said is true and authoritative for our lives. It means believing that he forgives our sins, makes us his children, give us the Holy Spirit, and is present with us always to help, to guide, to comfort, and to lead us to heaven. Saving faith is much more than believing truth about Christ. It causes us to draw near to Jesus. We must remain in Jesus and commit our troubled lives to jesus with assurance that god his word and the spirit will lead us through this life to the father's eternal presence so when jesus told the man on the cross today you shall be with me in paradise today You shall be with me in paradise. Today, you can make a choice to receive salvation so that when that time comes, when he comes to crack the sky, you can be with him in paradise. You can be with him in paradise. Do you want to be with the Lord? Do you want to be with the Lord? Do you want to be with the Lord? Then surrender your life to Jesus. Surrender your all to Jesus. Believe that he is the son of God. So on today, today, I offer you salvation. Jesus wants to save you. He wants to save you from sin. He wants to save you from iniquity. He wants to save you from this world. He wants to save you so that you can be healed, that you can be delivered. You can be set free, that you can no longer be bound. That you'll no longer you can release every chain that is holding you. The chains of depression, the chains of oppression, the chains of hurt the chains of anger the chains of bitterness the chains of betrayal the chains of whatever it is of unrighteous that is stopping you from being free that is stopping you from worshiping God that is stopping you from praising God that is stopping you from forgetting from getting to God Whatever those chains are that is stopping you from receiving salvation, from being saved, from believing in Jesus, from believing in God, from believing that God sent his only begotten son. He wants your whole heart. He don't want some of you. God wants all of you. He wants every being of you. He wants you to seek him while he is yet to be found. He wants you to pray to him while he is yet still answering prayers for salvation from the repentance of from the repentance from sinners and unbelievers. He said it in his word, "If my people," and this right here he's talking to Christians. The already believers, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, he said, I'll heal their land, I'll hear from heaven, and I will forgive you of your sin. We got to worship him, we got to praise him, we got to believe that he is. 11, uh, uh, Hebrews eleven and six. It is impossible to please him without faith. You got to know. You got to believe that he is, and believe that he can. Let me let me let me let me read that, and I'm done. I'm done. Eleven and six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that continues to come to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Don't be like Sarah and laugh at God. Don't be like Sarah and laugh within yourself and doubt. Is there anything too hard for God? With God, you can do all things. Without God, you can do nothing. In order to receive salvation, you must believe in the Lord. You must believe that he can and that he will. Listen. The plan of salvation admit to god that you are a sinner romans 3 23 says for all have sinned and come short of the glory of god the second thing you must do believe in jesus christ that he is the savior of this world and he's your savior john 3 16 again for god so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever continues to believe in him should not die but have everlasting life do you want to be in paradise with jesus And the third thing, you must confess your sins to Jesus Christ and ask for his forgiveness. Because 1 John 1 and 9 tells us if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, in the next three or four minutes, I'm taking in prayer and I'm praying the prayer of salvation. I'm praying the prayer of deliverance. I'm going to pray the prayer of help. Whatever you need prayer in. I want to pray with you and I want to pray for you. Lord, help me. What is it that you need from the Lord? What is it that you need? What is it that you need the Lord to remove from you? Tanya, my prayer for you right now. And I know that somebody is listening and they are in an agreement with me that we are praying that God removes anger from your heart, bitterness from your heart, that you will receive joy. You will receive peace in Jesus name. We're praying that God will heal your body from the top, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. We are praying for peace to meet you at your house. We are praying for peace to surround your house. We are praying for peace that will have total control of your house in Jesus name. So Lord on today, I'm standing in the gap for Tanya, Lord God. God, if there's anything that's in me that is not like you that's going to hinder this prayer, I ask you to remove it right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And tying needs peace on today. She needs your comforter. She needs your salvation. Lord, she wants to be saved on today. Saved from that anger. Saved from that bitter. Saved from hurt same from saved from sickness lord god in the mighty name of jesus lord god we need you to cover her with your blood god you said in your word that with your stripes that we are healed so every stripe that jesus took on the cross use every stripe to heal every ailment to heal every area of her body, to heal every area of her mind, to heal every area of her spirit, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, creating her a clean heart and renew the right spirit within her, God. She wants to be saved. She wants to be healed. She wants to be delivered. She wants to bring salvation. She wants surrender and she wants to receive salvation. She's willing and she's willing to be to be willing and to be obedient so that she can receive the fruit of your land and the fruits out of your hand. So we will ask you, Lord God, to replace it with love, peace, compassion, to replace it with meekness and gentleness, with long suffering, but you will give her strength, Lord God. Give her strength in our mind, strength in her spirit, give her strength in her walk, Lord God. Give us strength, Lord God. Allow her to have a desire to read your word every day, day in and day out, night and day. She will read your word. She will seek your face day in and day out, Lord God. She will desire more and more of you every day, Lord God. That will she will do nothing without you, Lord God. Every decision, every choice, everywhere before she gets to that place, Lord God, she will seek your face with all diligence, Lord God. So God, I ask you that as she begins to lift up her eyes into the hills from which cometh her help, let her know that her help comes from you, Lord God, that you're going to help her in her walk. You're going to help her in her deliverance. You're going to help her in her strength, God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, she wants to cross over. Lord God, she said, Lord God, in her prayer, it's time for her to cross over into the new and to move from the old. In the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you in advance it is so and so it is we thank you for your healing power we thank you for your deliverance power we thank you for being the mind regulator and the heart fixer it is so and so it is lord god and she will do great things lord god she will be a witness for you lord god she will let everybody know what you have done for her lord god she will no longer be in that dark place but she will now move from that dark place to the light place Lord god and she will not be afraid because you've not given her a spirit of fear but a power love and a sound mind so god we thank you in advance my god god we thank you in advance and we praise you and we worship you and we sing songs of glory hallelujah we sing songs of zion hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah we're putting a praise on it lord god we're worshiping you in spirit and in truth lord god remove all unrighteousness lord god remove all the darkness lord god remove every play everything that's in her house that should not be in it remove it right now god in the mighty name of jesus she will no longer be weary she will no longer be stressed god she will no longer have to struggle lord god make ways lord god open up doors god in the mighty name of jesus god we thank you jesus hallelujah god we thank you for the power of your word, just the power of your word, God, just the power of your word, God, because you are the way, you are the truth, and you are the life in Jesus' name, and, Lord, and Jesus, we ask you to intercede for her. Go before her, Lord God, to your father, Lord God, and let the father know what she needs, Lord God, and that the father will give it to her, Lord God. Allow the comforter to comfort her right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for her breakthrough. We thank you for her healing in Jesus' name. It is done. It is done. It is done in Jesus' name. God, we glorify you. We, we praise your name. We worship you, Lord God, because we know who you are. You are the Lord of Lords. You are the great I am. You're the first and the last, of the beginning and the end, Lord God. And thank you, Lord God, for using someone like me, Lord God, to help walk her through salvation, to help walk her through deliverance, Lord God. I thank you, Jesus. I give you all the glory. I give you all the praise, and I give you all the honor, Lord God, because without you, I would not know how to do it. Without you, I would not recognize why it needs to be done god so i thank you jesus and continue to use me for such a time as this and then with the father son and the holy ghost in jesus name we pray we pray and we pray amen 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 and amen thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Continue to look on Sister Janice, Lord God. Continue to look on Providence Kiana, Lord God. Continue to look on Brother Mo, Lord God. Continue to touch them and give them strength right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, I pray for Providence Kiana, Lord God, because there's some desires that she has within her heart lord have mercy there are some desires that providence kiana has that's in her heart lord god that she desires more of you lord god and she's wanting to be more committed lord god she's wanting to be more faithful lord god so god touch the areas that she need lord god and to give her what she desires, give her what she needs god in the mighty name of jesus lord god i ask you right now that you will manifest those gifts and that you will strengthen those gifts in providence, Kiana, Lord God. Allow them to be used where they need to be used, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord God, she's praying for strength to deal with some situations, Lord God. She's praying for boldness that she can do what you've called her to do, Lord God. So God, we prayed that prayer of boldness. We prayed that prayer of boldness. We prayed that prayer of boldness in the mighty name of Jesus. It is so. God, we're asking for it to be done in your name. God, remove the fear. Again, the same scripture that he's not giving you the spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. Allow the Lord to regulate your mind. Allow the Lord to be a mind regulator and a heart fixer. Remove all the triggers that is triggering you to stay put. Remove all the issues that is causing you to stay in that issue. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to pray every day, all day. Get in your word all day, every day. Continue to take that step. Oh my God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Just step out of the boat. Just believe you can walk on water. Just believe that. Your faith is going to carry you through the storm. In the mighty name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. I'll be back here on tomorrow, Sister Tanya. I'll be back on here tomorrow, Tanya, at 12 o'clock tomorrow, if it's God's will. I'll be back here on tomorrow and lord god prophetess kiana is praying for unnecessary distractions so that she can stay focused on you and your word so in the mighty name of jesus where we we rebuke every stumbling block we rebuke every hindrance we rebuke every roadblock in the mighty name of jesus we bind up the hands of satan We bind up the hands of distraction. We bind up the hands of stumbling block. We bind up the hand of unrighteousness. We bind, listen, we bind and we loose. We binding and we're loosing. We're binding and we're loosing. We're binding and we're loosing everyone and everything that's stopping her, that's holding her, that's keeping her from doing what you have called her to do, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. So, God, we thank you. We bless your name. We glorify you. Continue to move mightily. Continue to move mightily. Lord God, Sister Janice is asking for reliable transportation. Lord God, she's praying for reliable transportation. Lord God, I believe that when I prayed the prayer for you to bless me with a vehicle because of some things that I wanted to do, and some places that i needed to go and we're down to just one vehicle I believe that, Lord, when she speaks with power and the authority, when she speaks in faith and she believes that that reliable transportation is going to come, that it's going to come in Jesus' name, and she the vows that she's made, the promises that she's made, I believe that she's going to fulfill every promise. She's going to fulfill every vow as much that lies in her, God. So, God, whatever you need to do, however it needs to be done, God, we're standing in an agreement for sister janice to have reliable transportation so that she can do more ministry for you so that she can do more work for you so she can do the desires that she has for you so god i ask you right now in the mighty name of jesus it is so and it is done we decree it and i declare it i'm standing in faith with her i'm standing in an agreement with her in the name of Jesus. We're standing. Lord Jesus, we're bringing you the word. You said in your word, Jesus, whatever we ask in your name, that you will do it. She's asking for reliable transportation in your name, in Jesus' name. She needs reliable transportation in Jesus' name. She needs reliable transportation in Jesus' name. She needs reliable transportation in Jesus' name. It is so, and so it is. And we we believing for it. We're believing that it's already done. We believing it, that it's on its way. My God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hear the prayers of the righteous. Hear the prayers of the humble. Hear the prayers. Hear the prayers. Hear the prayers, Lord. So, God, we thank you, and we love you, and we bless your name, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Lord God, I pray for Prophetess Marie. You know what they are standing in the need of. And, Lord God, I ask that every door that needs to be open, open it. And every door that needs to be closed, close it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, we thank you in advance. We thank you for your word. And Lord God, continue to strengthen me, continue to move in me, continue to allow me to do the work that you have called me to do. And my hands will do the work and I will do it with my whole heart and my whole mind. So God, I thank you and I love you and I glorify you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I pray, we pray, and we all say amen yes it's already done let god's will be done hallelujah thank you jesus again thank you all for tuning in thank you all for pushing through with me thank you for the prayers that you give me continue to allow me to be strengthened in the word of god through the word of god for the word of god amen For those of you who may see this and you don't know who I am, I am Pastor Serena Holloway and I pastor alongside my husband, Bishop Christopher Holloway, Sr. Y'all continue to pray for us as we continue to pray for you because God is still moving in our lives and God is still moving in our ministries and we give him all the glory. We give him all the praises and we glorify him every day, every day. So remember, salvation brings surrenderance. Surrender your life to the Lord and receive salvation. And when it gets hard, when it becomes a struggle more than you, the Lord won't put no more on you than you can pay, that you can bear. If he didn't bring, if he didn't give it to you, he didn't, he don't think that you you couldn't handle it. So if he's put, if he's placed it in your lap, know that he trusts you with it. And he's gonna bring you, he's gonna bring you out. Amen. So again, these are this is day two to the last seven words of Jesus Christ. Today shall you be with me in paradise? If you want to be in paradise with Jesus, you need to be saved. You need to receive salvation. You need to be like the jailer. What must I do to be saved? what must i do to be saved amen amen and amen on tomorrow is day three amen and listen y'all pray for me right now (laughs) because to be honest day three is my is one of my favorites i i had to preach this i had to preach this Uh um that's right he will bring you through thank you thank you for your prayers sister janice Listen, I had to preach this three years ago. Woman, behold your son. Behold your mother. Listen, how will you behold the one that had given you birth but wasn't there for you in life? I had to preach that like three years ago. So listen, so many times we have to be careful what we're going to behold because at any given moment while we're beholding it, We're going to have to release it. Sometimes you can hold on a little bit too long. But eventually you're going to have to let go. Amen. Amen. So God bless you. Thank you, Providence Kiana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, um, it's two o'clock. I'm out. Amen. Amen. Know that I love you and God loves you more. And thank you all for tuning in again to Can We Talk About It Live?